Hello everyone and welcome to the 20th episode of the Actual Play .network podcast. This is Matt here, presenting the conclusion to Stephen, Chris, and I's game of Shooting the Moon. I play Blizznacht, the Vampire Beloved. Chris plays Adelaide, the Mysterious Mistress of the Mystic Arts. And Stephen plays Victoria Von Klein, a vampire-hunting leather lady. Uh, we start this game expecting you've listened to the previous episodes of our show. Um... Specifically, the previous episode, which is the first part of Shooting the Moon. Uh, if you haven't, please check out our website, actualplay.network, for show notes and that episode, which you should be able to find with no problem. Enjoy. Okay, um, I guess. The next scene, uh, the setting could just be the home uh, that they all live in, and um, my character being has been a little bedridden for a little while, um, but with her new, apparently she's becoming a werewolf, um, <laughs> has looked into a cure for supernatural ailments and believes she has um, I want to say I guess a spell that might work for them um, yeah so I guess Victoria would uh, find Blizz at home somewhere just in uh, Blizz is like most often found I would say either in his study or yeah, probably most of life I found in his study, like looking pensive and uh, open quote writing poetry close quote. But a lot of like sort of like meaningful looks into the fireplace. Uh, he's like wielding a quill pen around. All right, <laughs> um, I'm gonna assume the door is open, so Victoria will approach and give a gentle knocking on the door frame. Enter freely and of your own will. Right. Um, Blizz, I've been confined to my quarters for some time now, but I've been looking over some of my family's old tomes. I, I'm starting to think I'm on to something for your ailment. The curse of eternal life. <laughs> yes, yes. Not only that, but it could possibly cure many more things as well. There seems to be an old spell from a clan of witches that has gone extinct. Been eradicated. <laughs> and as you say that, um, Blizznacht stands up and moves towards you at um, like the speed that's, that's uh, only a vampire can muster until he's he's like very comfortably close to you and he grabs you by the arms he says you must tell me more well it would require a full moon and a lot of re magical resources and it would need to be performed by a witch but if it works it could turn any non no longer human back to their original self ah to die that is living well, not 
necessarily to die, but to spend your life joyously knowing that it could end with somebody. I With somebody. I've never considered companionship before. I thought myself doomed. Doomed to wander the halls of time. Alone. Companion, companionship is a necessary part of life. It's part of the human experience. Every time someone gets close to me, I, I consume them. I put. Please their, don't. Please. Please don't consume me. <laughs> I bring themselves, their self, into myself. <laughs> like a, like a, like one balloon, laying on the ground untied ready to deflate and a crab comes by and grabs it and squeezes it the contents of the balloon what happens to them i'm not inside the crab a pot <laughs> crap 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 because the crab's claws as it skitters away having consumed the balloon selfishly alone walking um sure sure sure, sure. you're Poetry. Whew. Crab's legs strike the sand. <laughs> Overhead, a bird circles. Uh, Will this be the crab's day? <laughs> Will this be the end of the crab? Or the beginning? That's the worst. Is it... Let's not take a step back and take a bow. End. And then wipes a tear from his cheek. Uh, Victoria gives him a, a little polite clap. I've always been fond of poetry, Bliss. There is no poetry more exquisite than that of a person who has lived as long as I. I think yes, I've gained yes, special I'm... insight into the human condition. You've certainly gained insight into my human condition, Bliss. <sighs> so how do we get this spell going anyway? Let's do this thing. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Um... My family, they have resources, and while we are not on the greatest of terms, we could convince them to allow me into their uh, collection to find the artifacts and resources necessary. We would still need to hire a witch and wait for a full moon. Uh, there's a wrapping on the door frame. And you both turn towards it to see Adelaide leaning against it smugly. Did you say a witch? Sounds like someone needs a spell cast. Yes. Yes, but we'll need a competent ah, witch. Competence. Who's competent? Do you, like, have a book or something? Or a note or anything? Yes, yeah, okay, I'd so say. Adelaide just kind of like holding a book with some in, notes. Like, takes it from your head and starts like looking at it or flipping through it or whatever is appropriate. Hey, this is nothing. I could cast this with my... I probably need my eyes open, but I could cast it. Well, we also have to go... I have to meet Victoria's parents first. What? Why? Well, there's a lot of... A lot of parts to this spell. It's very complex. Yeah, we'll they're just going to hand items. over to a werewolf who they don't even like. Yeah, okay. I'll just go buy them. Blood ties run strong yeah, in our family. It is said that money is thicker than blood. 
I, I had the whole thing <laughs> that I was going to do there. I had the poem for that. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I would right. love to hear it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have a poem for that. I'm sorry. Do you forgive me? <laughs> it's all right, Blizz. <laughs> you are always so kind, Victoria. Kindness is weakness. So I'll go get these stuff for Anna. I disagree. Kindness is the apple of the human eye. Oh boy. The buttery center oh. at our core. When you reach out in your dreams, it is for kindness that you cry. Is that it? <laughs> it's a little hard yeah, to tell sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing, you're doing great. Thank you. The rhythms of poetry are hard to predict. They come on you like the tide. Splishing and splashing. Like a great bathtub for a very large human being. <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm going to present that hurdle to you that I'm basically trying to convince him that I can take it from here. Good job finding the spell, but we're good. Oh, I only got a five. So you just need a six and you're golden. I did not. I did bad. Aw. You did bad. Which means I get a point. So so obviously how this is going to play out is Matt is going to, or Blizznacht is going to side with me, the one who can cast spells. It's like, yeah, we can take it from here. Thanks for finding the spell, though. Yes, Victoria, you have been very helpful. Now it is time to go with an expert. <laughs> and I think uh, they just leave and Adelaide winks back at Victoria. I'm going to give you the trait. Like, people find it very easy to come in and take over a situation from you, kind of like I just did. I don't know how to... Oh, shoot. pushover. Yeah, unassertive. Unassertive is good, sure. Let's go with that. So here's what I, here's what's gonna happen. It's a full moon this night. How convenient. It's very convenient. <laughs> also conveniently, um Blizznacht suggests to Adelaide that they have a midnight picnic on the moor to discuss their future plans. And Adelaide, of course, accepts. Meanwhile, uh, Victoria, disappointed, lonely, goes out for a walk. And when the moonlight strikes her, she feels a change coming on. A wolf change. And dun, um, dun, dun. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and uh, the... Um, <laughs> So she turns into a werewolf, charges through the woods, and uh, jumps out uh, into the clearing where Blizznacht and Adelaide are eating their basket of fruits and wines and recognizes her romantic rival there through wolf eyes. And that's how the scene starts, I guess. Time to murder. It's a wolf. (laughs) 
<laughs> it is the dark wolf of the soul. It's not just any wolf. <laughs> it is Victoria. Victoria. Savage. Victoria. He takes off his boot and his sock. Victoria. The wolf loves this. Victoria. And he sort of stomps his, his bare foot on the ground. Victoria, my foot. Don't you want to smell my toes? And he strikes the, his boot foot on the ground again. What? What the fuck? No, it's fine. Wolf, wolves love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I <laughs> do not want to smell I mean, his toes. Hey, the it, fuck? I guess. He can be wrong in game. That's how it is. Again, strike, 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 strike. His feet hit the ground. Each time it comes up, you can see his toes wiggling in the air. <laughs> how is Victoria reacting? Victoria is uh, uh, unamused and st- mostly still focused on Adelaide. You must first plant the seeds <laughs> and then you must let them grow. Yeah, I don't think that's working, Bliss. Bliss takes another step forward. Victoria, it is me. Don't you recognize me? This comp is knocked. Can I talk? I'm a wolf, right? Yeah, but you have to do a wolf voice. What <laughs> <laughs> <Like> is that? <laughs> Well, you're just like trying to make human noises out of your weird face. All right. <laughs> sure. You just have to make it snarly and breathy. Liz, get out of the way. This doesn't concern you. What do you mean? I am quite clearly in the middle of this situation. <laughs> Only because you physically put yourself there. Move to the side, please. I don't want to hurt you. Victoria, maybe it is the smell of the moonlight like old cheese i am feeling like perhaps we had more in common than i realized yes i do i'm cursed just like you yes we are cursed to hunt alone like the crab wandering the shore i too am a crab even even crabs seek companionship please all right all right i don't need up and put Liz aside. This is boring. Let's do this, dog. And she squares off. I imagine we get one of those shots that's just like a close-up of both of their eyes. And like, it says verses in the middle of the screen. Yeah, sure. Then the camera erratically cuts to Blizznot's un- unsocked foot. <laughs> it's one of those three-way ones. I might actually use my conflict and say that, um, Seeing this interaction has kind of given me a renewed perspective on your situation where before I kind of thought you were just being dumb and you would come around like I I feel like I'm starting to understand how you might see yourself and your whole situation. And that could give me the trait of maybe uncertain because now I'm kind of whole I'm kind of questioning this whole thing. Yeah, uncertain. About immortality, yeah. You know what? While we're at it, why don't I just pile these on? Why don't you give me a trait? Give me that four dice one. Or some sort of, you know, thematic or cinematic suggestion that then turns into a trait. 
Ah, damn it. So, <laughs> hold on. What happens in a tie? I think you guys re-roll your one die. I'm pretty sure that's how it went down. Wait, hold on. Dang, I got There's a, really a tie high among number. the highest dice of two or three players. The beloved player gets to add a trait to each of the three characters. The tie is then resolved by re-rolling the tied dice and compare once more. Yeah, you yeah. and Matt roll, um, and Matt gives us all traits. Okay. So. Yeah. Feel free to narrate an ongoing battle if you'd like. So I guess what happens is... Victoria lunges at Adelaide and uh, Adelaide is able to like repel her the first time and then she gets back up and does it again and it's sort of like and it turns into a, like a wrestling match almost with uh, Adelaide's jaws nipping at Victoria I mean sorry Victoria's jaws nipping at Adelaide's face no, I like the other way around <laughs> yeah <laughs> Adelaide <laughs> has the, the wolf pinned to the ground and she's just like trying to take nips at her um, and uh Honestly, Adelaide seems like the kind of person that would bite in a fight. <laughs> and Adelaide, um, like, fires up some kind of like energy bolt or or uh, pulls like some kind of hammer out of thin air or something really dramatically um, powerful. It like smashes Victoria back. Victoria's like on the ground. And Adelaide like gets to her feet and she like turns to Blizznock to say something, but Victoria is up and lunges at her and bites her on the leg, and. Adelaide screams and uh, like does something magical and knocks Victoria back. And when she does that, um, Victoria gets thrown into a tree. So I'm going to give um, Adelaide the aspect of walks with a limp. Or not, was it called an aspect? I'm pulling that from fate, but it works. Great. Yeah, it's a trait, yeah. but and I'm gonna give um Victoria uh the trait of um short term memory loss because she has a bad concussion from being knocked into a tree. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so then I think we just roll again and we decided that we would just ro- uh roll the ones that are tied. Just so just the one. So we're just gonna roll one die, I think. Okay. <laughs> nice. Hold on. I just want to make Fuck. sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how we did it. Yeah, Yeah, but I just want to see if like... Okay. Yeah, so I, I won't create new traits, or the winner won't create new traits, but they'll still narrate the outcome. Um, so that stuff happens. And uh, Adelaide limps over to Victoria, who was knocked unconscious by that last blast looks back over at the undisturbed picnic scene and uh, casts a spell to bind Victoria to the ground and also accidentally cuts the, a tree down by like binding the tree and just shrugs and walks back over to uh, Blizznacht. So then, where were we? Sits back down. What did the tree have to do with that? I'm not good at casting spells. Oh, okay. right, right. Okay. <laughs> it's doing okay at the beginning of this game, but I don't feel confident now. So I think uh, this scene is going to be us 
trying to uh, it's the next day and it's going to be us trying to acquire the artifacts we need for the spell i guess hello i am complice knocked i am friends with i just want to get it right so we go and knock yeah you don't need to practice your introduction every time i just don't want to hang there like a fish you know your name i think you got it out in the sun <laughs> she pats you on the gasping shoulder. for breath well you're a vampire so you don't really breathe you are mouthier than I realized. <laughs> it's different now. You haven't always been. Yeah, well, I forgot how I was characterized. Let us knock on the door. Uh, I would like to point out that Adelaide now has a dope cane. <laughs> a dope cane. Uh, I thought you also I thought you said dope gains. She hit the gym really hard last night, <laughs> and it just... took immediately. Fucking swole. <laughs> Full of whey and creatine. That means it sounds gross. Anyway. <laughs> and ironically, it does. No, I've done that. Nice. We're doing We're doing it. Yeah, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> She's got a wolf cane. But I guess they go up and they knock on the door. I, I, okay, I guess I'm... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Or Matt could be it and I just do all the talking. Which is, either way is fine. Hello. Who is it? Uh, do you have a card? Uh, did any chance... Like a business card? Yes, I'll bring a card to the other room to see if they can see you. Uh, Victoria should have contacted ahead about us. I'm sorry? Victoria? I know Victoria. Do you have a card? she should have... Uh, no. Oh, I have a card. Here you go. Oh, thank you. You are very handsome. (laughs) Yes, I know. All right, back up, buddy. (laughs) Why don't you bring the card into the other room? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just I'm struck. <laughs> I was just dirt bag. I was just struck by the. the Shouldn't. Just struck by. The, I'm sorry. Who's talking right now? <laughs> I was just struck by the sort of <laughs> manly. Oh, you're still here. That means we should be able to come in. <laughs> All right, right, I'll do the card. Are you gonna go too? <laughs> uh, okay. So he goes in the other room. Goes. And he comes back in a moment. Come this way. And he leads you into a uh, large open study area. With, um, I guess, Victoria's family sitting around there, huh? Tell me about Victoria's family. Steven? I mean, they're like, uh, you know, they're old money types. Uh, They were the, the mom's side of the family were... Pretty prolific and wealthy monster hunters. The dad's, uh, her father's a well-read scholar. Uh, Say she has a sister in the room as well. Who is, who? No, she's at school. Uh, (laughs) um, But the, the sister is, unlike Victoria, she is taking up the family business. Like, with bells on her toes. No, actually, I don't know why you thought going to Victoria's family would be a good plan. Because the very obvious hurdle here is they the entire family wants both of you dead. Wait, why? They don't know we're monsters, do they? I mean, I would assume they'd be able to deduce that. Well, I'm just a witch. I'm basically a normal person. You're a werewolf. But not yet. As well. Okay. Well. I forgot about that. But hey, that's fine as a hurdle. We can't die until the end, so whatever. Throw it at me. 
that's what you want the hurdle to be. Is that is that true? Can you not yeah. die till the end? Oh, okay, well, still they're not. So there's no way we don't come out and survive. They're not about to help you. Oh, I didn't think so. You don't walk in there and they already have guns ablaze, but I don't. You can take over. Uh, hi. Hello. It's me, Victoria's father. Yeah, we're just here to pick up some things, and uh, we'll be out of your hair, as it were. I don't believe we've met or even remotely given you permission to use our artifacts or no, heirlooms. but uh, Victoria's just a this little is... up right now. We're just here to run an errand, you know? Lovey, Lovey, what, what's she saying? What's she saying, Lovey? Uh, it seems... It seems like these these hooligans are just coming in to help themselves to our collection. All, your butler let us uh, no, I, I say I, I think these, these these hooligans are going to be going to be helped to to a firm boot in a moment. <laughs> Quite yes, helped to a boot. <laughs> What's that, Lovey? What did you say? I I said I. So we'll just get the things and go then. If you could point us in the direction of uh and she holds out the list of so artifacts. you invite yourselves into our home and just demand no, us. access to our collection a Point list request. a laundry list of it you're not even here to borrow a simple broomstick or anything you're here for it. lovey lovey that list has a bunch of our stuff on it of course stick is actually one of the things one a lot of it. This is preposterous. You come here with nothing to offer. Oh, you want? I can give. Does you it look stuff. like we need stuff? stuff? Have you seen this manor? She gestures around. It's a very nice study they're in. I mean, it's okay. Wait, what are these? What are these men here for, Lovey? <laughs> yes, these men. These two men. <laughs> have come into have come into our home and no that's not right one of them's a woman is she i can't she sounds like a man and she certainly doesn't look like a lady first of all i remember how i described my character i don't but regard so that obviously doesn't play into my mom's bitch response yeah, my, she's apparently a bitch. She's a fiery, fiery lass. So I'm going to invoke uh, Matt's well-educated, or Blizznock's well-educated. You can maybe try and connect with this blind, senile fool in some way. Did you know maybe that maybe. in 1492, Mr. Columbus was pirate? <laughs> it's very poetic, thank you. No, I'm giving fact for his... For... You no, know, it's just like that song. In 1492, <laughs> Mr. Columbus was pirate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I will... How about I invoke my estate and my doctor girlfriend sitch, but can do a voice when necessary? In an attempt to convince them that I am someone of their class and status. 
and should be trusted. I mean, yeah, all right. <laughs> that is only a five. I think that means you win. <laughs> Great. So I get a trait, and no one gets points. Um, do I decide the trait? And who does the scene? Yeah, you decide the trait. And you narrate how the scene plays out. Oh, shit. Because you won. Ah, there we go. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, Mrs. Von Klein is going to... Yeah. Um, Violet, dearest, could you escort our uncouth guests out of our estate? And... Shall I remind them that they shouldn't bother coming back around again? And um, the younger sister, Violet Von Klein, is going to stand and being a rather imposing woman is going to uh, rather roughly escort them out of the estate. And um, for your treat, I'm going to say being a rather well-off family that you've just offended. Uh, Adelaide now has a not great reputation with going, or yeah, not, not a great reputation going around the upper class. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. I feel like that was probably true regardless. I feel like you really softballed that one to me, so... <laughs> Um, I want to say after the failure of the 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 disastrous failure of the first attempt at the spell, in preparation for the spell, Victoria is going to track down and try to uh, hire a witch to do the spell for them. And I guess Blizz and her are would need to go and convince her or go hire a witch. So we're going to need an NPC for this too. Such, such being the witch. Because there's a lot of character development that I'd just not be able to have. Yeah, but also I figured, yeah, it just makes sense to have him in it. Yeah, uh, Blizz and Victoria are going to go meet a witch who has agreed to discuss terms with them, um, I guess, at a local tavern. Seems like a reasonable place to meet someone. Describe this tavern to me. Okay, okay. So, um, or just do your scene. Yeah, I mean, we all know what a tavern is. <laughs> um I just say um, back in it. The it's not the seediest of taverns. I mean, it's all right. So Blizz and Victoria uh, head into town and uh, head to local tavern. Um, nothing too sketchy or anything. It's a reasonable. This is a business meeting, first and foremost, and um, they head into the tavern to meet up with the witch. It was a shame that Adelaide could not help me like she said she was going to. Um, so I guess the two of them 
get into a table or meet her at a table in the back of the tavern to discuss their terms. I'm going to say that the witch is uh, older and like straight out of Disney in appearance. A very cartoonish looking witch and uh, has and uh, has one of those big fishbowl drinks that is like bright blue. Hello, it is I, Blizznacht. It was the shame that Adelaide could not help us like she said she was going to. I, I wouldn't call it a shame, Blizznacht. I'm sure she would have found some way to goof up the spell. I'm sure Miss... Uh, and I'm going to gesture towards the witch for her preferred uh, she name. She doesn't look at you. Instead, she's making hand gestures above her drink as it swirls around and says oh boy i need a voice i I can't do a shrill old witch voice can i i'm just a little baby witch and i don't know how to help you yes that one is always screwing up that's smeagol whatever if it comes out golem golem it is that one is always trying to do spells that she can't do real quick aside this is your goblin voice from the other game (laughs) hey Voices are hard. <laughs> but we can roll with it. <laughs> Maybe she's a goblin. You know Adelaide? Ms. Timo Timley? Sure. I know you too, Count Blisnacht. Yes. What do you know exactly? Have you read my poetry? Is that what that is? It's quite delightful. I know of your... I believe the term is supple apple bottom. <laughs> she winks at you. <laughs> uh, Grisnox straightens out his pants. I mean, yeah. It's rather supple. The body is an orchid. An orchid. Is he done? It's hard to tell sometimes, but I believe in this case he is. <laughs> We have a uh, rather complex spell that our fool of a friend was unable to perform for us. And we were just hoping that a more capable witch such as yourself would be able to take care of it. Uh, she leans in and rests her uh, her chin on her hands uncomfortably close to Victoria. And <laughs> just looks her in the eyes and waits. It's not fair to call Adelaide a fool. She's not here to defend herself, and she tries her best. We've all made mistakes well, in this life. Her best isn't that great. This endless stretch of life and undeath that follows. What's the uh, witch's name? Matt said it once, I think. Oh, it's Timo Timley. <laughs> That's what Blizznak said. Well, well, ma'am, I... What would it what would it require of us to employ your services for a spell such as this? And I imagine uh she's displayed the book with the notes about the spell on the table for the witch. Well, what are you willing to offer? Let's start there. What about my life? I can offer you that. Take it, rest it from me. Like so many you're offering eternal indentured servitude. Okay, we're That's talking. That's rather intense, Blizz Nox. I... Goodness. 
So is that what it is? I get his soul if I <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say his soul break from the top of my body. I just say he's uh would probably do you a good favor at some Squeeze point. Squeeze the empty balloon of my body bag. He'd really owe you, you know. Let the air out of me. Not to mention that I, from a prestigious family of monster hunters, would also owe you one. And, I mean, honestly, just the knowledge of this spell alone would gain you such reputation. You could use this countless times. Fill your hands with nickels and then let them drop one at a time, forming a smaller pile of nickels below. <laughs> Not sure what... Uh chortles and then slams her hand on the book and gets uncomfortably close again your noses you are practically kiss. touching and uh <laughs> she says you're gonna have to do better than that cause see I don't need your reputation and also I don't like you. And she leans back. And this is when... or And an image appears in her uh, drink. And this is where you discover that the witch you are now talking to is Adelaide's grandmother. What? Yeah, yeah. Sort of... Holy shit. quite the twist there. (laughs) (laughs) Give you yeah, the dice. Your dice pool. That's your hurdle. She doesn't want to help you because she hates yeah. you. Man stealer. <laughs> and what a man. Um, man stealer. Uh, what a fine, fine man. <laughs> you want to see if you can add a fifth? Anywho. Rolling. I got uh, one six. All right. I'm going to give you the trait dejected. You just keep getting shot down at every turn. Although we kind of both do. Our characters are pathetic. Does Adelaide have a last name? Not that you're aware of. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously she does, because everyone does, but I never came up with well, We never. I was going to use it, but... Uh, ma'am, not only would the just the knowledge of this spell be infinitely worthwhile... Well, perhaps you won't have Blizznock at your... You won't have a blood pact with him or anything, but both myself and Blizznock here would owe you a great debt. And with my the resources at my capabilities would certainly come in handy for your witchcraft business here. And dear sweet Blizznock with his supple, supple buttocks. Oh, surely... Um, be sure to do you a good favor at some point in the future. She looks at you just kind of bored and then gives you one of those like backhand waves and then just gets up and walks away. And a second after she walks away, her drink flies into your face. Boy, I guess being a bitch runs in the family, doesn't it? (laughs) And the drink catches on fire. Oh, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and scene what uh what what other scenes do we have uh matt has his final scene you know matt could just make this a one point and then he just wins 
So this, I guess the spell happens. I guess Adelaide and Victoria both have to be involved in the spell somehow. So probably what happens is after that kind of disaster, Victoria probably goes back to her family personally and trades in a bunch of favors to get there and to get all the stuff she needs. And then Adelaide goes to her grandmother. Is the only person who agrees to the spell. spell no, Adelaide agrees to cast the spell. Okay. And she's, you know, she's got her spell book and all that, and she's doing which, which doesn't her spell book always get something wrong, or what was the deal with it? I think she she has a spell book, but she is not personally great at casting spells. Yeah. So yeah, things ain't always go wrong because you ain't no genie. Yeah. Like Steven said. Um, I don't know why you're laughing. Because <laughs> you're um, snarking your own descriptions. So it's um it's somewhere out on the in the fields or something. And it's on like a stone uh, altar. And um, the spell starts to happen. And uh, almost instantly, it's clear that this is like way beyond Adelaide's abilities. And like a vortex opens the sky. And like lightning and stuff starts to fall down. And Blissnock looks looks to the two women in his life and he says, I am scared. Is this the end? And then, um, yeah the vortex opens up and begins to like pull them all apart like on the atomic level that fucking sucks that's uh that's not great yikes Whew, okay gonna have to think about this one yeah it's definitely a three so uh one of the three dice is response involves flirtation between characters can i so tell me if this works we could do this. The apocalypse starts happening or whatever. And Blissnock says, is this the end? And uh, Adelaide tackles him out of the way of a lightning bolt. And while she has him on the ground, looks or looks him dead in the eye and says, no, this is only the beginning. Two sixes. Come on. Ah, damn. Nice. All right, so what does that mean? Because we haven't won one of these yet. So I guess I just give everyone an attribute and narrate the out trait, whatever, and narrate the outcome of this. Um, I will give... So I'm going to say I think what happens is basically, for the sake of time here, I guess, you get to us and the storm dissipates and basically Adelaide gets all the credit for protecting Blizznacht since anything yeah I think anything more that I could say about the scene is more deserving of the conclusion so I think we should just see how that goes how does the conclusion work uh we roll our points and then it works the same way basically oh wow looks like I win with a five. Wow. Pulled it together tonight. That sucks. <laughs> that fucking sucks. So as uh, the storm dissipates, we lie there. Oh, um, I guess it's worth pointing out that um, the spell that you mentioned had to be cast during a full moon. So uh, Victoria and Adelaide were both uh, 
during the spell some degree of werewolf. So worth noting, I guess. But, um... Hmm. So, as everyone just, like... Or as we lay there and Victoria makes her way over, the, um... The clouds... Or the, uh... Sky begins to clear. The storm dissipates. Everything starts to become... Calm again. And we notice that the lycanthropic features of Adelaide and Victoria start to fade, despite the full moon still being present. And Blizznacht starts to feel something he hasn't felt in a long time. Feels this odd, repetitious pressure in his chest, and this warmth spreading across his entire body. Um, I guess they all realize that despite that horrible disaster, the spell worked. None of them are cursed with undeath anymore. However, <laughs> unfortunately for Adelaide, being a witch, her immortality came from her enchantments. <laughs> As they sort of take in their new existences, Blizznok and Adelaide rejoice by embracing each other in a kiss. And but as we as that happens, we slowly see Adelaide start to age. And eventually she turns into ashes and blows away. The Blizznock <laughs> going his kissing posture. Yeah, so she definitely lodged herself in your throat. Just like the end of the Big Lebowski. Unless anyone has any details we would like, they want to add, the camera, I think, just follows her ashes into the sky and fades up to the full moon. Thanks so much for listening. That was episode 20, Shooting the Moon, Barnabas Collins edition. Coming up next week, there's a mysterious game which I am calling the Prince of Providence. You can probably deduce what sort of game that is. To be clear, the players didn't know what game they were playing exactly when they started, and they didn't know the title either, so you have one advantage on them there. I've decided to try a different format. There will probably be a week or two off um, and then I'm going to try to release this next game as weekly half-hour episodes in order to create a more timely release schedule. Gino does character art and title card illustrations for our site. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running web comic up at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon for his art at patreon.com slash you can find the links to those in the show notes. You can also find links to the music in the show notes. Our ending theme is Bonnie and Clyde by Attic Soul, a remix of the Surge Gainsborough tune. If you would like to get into contact with us, feel free to send us an email at gm at actualplay.network. 
You can tweet at me at the water method, Andrew at Pizza Pranks, Gino at Kiwi Monster. Uh, I also have Chris and Steven's Twitter information in the show notes. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408. We're equipped to play and or discuss it on the show if it is appropriate. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly-ish show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. Uh, in the most recent episode, we covered Current Neko, the Japanese film. Uh, we are neck deep in our foreign horror series right now. Eyes Without a Face is coming very soon. Uh, the best way to know us that you like the show is to tell us or to leave a rating review on iTunes. If you have a podcast or another idea for our website... I can help you with that. Visit whalingcityweb.com for more information. Thanks very much for listening, and I hope to see you again very soon. Our website and show is actualplay.network. <laughs>